Mike's Daily Podcast. Whenever I start this show and I say FF episode 1533, 1533, wow. Got a 33 in today's show. I always am. And we have 131 fans of the Mike's Daily Podcast page on Facebook. And that will drop to 130 by tomorrow. It goes 130, 131, and it just stays around there because of the bots that I have. Mike's Daily Podcast. Follow me. Because you know what? Anybody that says, oh, I got a lot of listeners to my podcast. Mike's Daily Podcast. They are forgetting about that little thing called bots. And because of the Russians, they're everywhere. And I got... Very few following me, but that's all right because I know the people that are following me are cool and named Bart. Bart! That's Mike's Daily Podcast. Ah, uh, I had a dope there. Okay. That was today's song, and Mike's I watched a concert Daily on YouTube last night. Podcast. As I am now very pro. Yeah! YouTube. I am very. I, I dropped my Netflix and I watch YouTube all the time now. And I found a concert with NXS from 1991. It was the Live Baby Live concert they did at Wembley Stadium. Here's an interesting thing. I so I watched that concert and I'm blown away. Michael Hutchins was the totally best rock frontman. He just had this great persona on stage he belted out the songs he didn't have a use he didn't have to use a stupid teleprompter what is it with our rock stars today using teleprompters it is so demeaning to everything that is rock i am so angry about teleprompters in rock and you see it all the damn time well, Mike, those rockers are old now and they can't remember all the lyrics to the songs. A bunch of people just walked in. Hi, Mike. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? It's a disgruntled, a disgruntled fiddle player tell you what. What? Preach on about that teleprompter thing. I hate it. Yeah, what am I? I am I at a concert or am I watching the weather forecast? Am I at a concert or am I watching a politician's speech? Because the politician's speech. And here's today's podcast picture. They're always reading teleprompters. Or the bad politicians are. And they're talking, they're looking at the things, and they're saying stuff like... I think part of what is happening, I think Democrats are lighting their hair on fire to get you to cover this story to kind of keep repeating the same story. Thank you, Paul Ryan. Oh, don't you hate politician speeches they are the that's the only good thing about trump is when he's giving a speech and he goes off the cuff and you and you get a real you're getting this real rant and i love that but i know but mike he's in charge of the country and it's scary yeah i know i know i'm with you it's just uh you you gotta laugh because conservative republicans do not like really conservative Republicans hate Trump because he's he they he used to be a Democrat. He's he's given money to Hillary. And what's I forgot what Hillary's doing now. 
I'm now back to being an activist citizen and part of the resistance. Oh, okay. Oh, and and Trump says the word huge. Say it again. Huge. Okay. At any rate, my I got a little off topic. Wait, what is the topic of the show? It's any topic is the topic. Is teleprompters suck? And the whole time I'm watching this NXS concert from 1991, and that this they were riding the wave at this point. They had the huge hit. I need you tonight, cause I'm not sleeping. There's something about you. Now, if you're a huge NXS fan, you know that that song, even though it's like only three minutes long, it's a short song. That it actually on the album fades into a song called Mediate. And Mediate is this like four minute song where Michael Hutchins is just giving out all these words that end with the word, oh, the, the sound eight. Everything rhymes with eight. So, you know, Ameliorate, Disdenerate, Don't. 88 we all rotate and da 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 and dee 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 uh the music video actually was really cool because he was doing a spoof on the what the subterranean blues song by bob dylan and he he yeah so that's how the song ends and then and then it turned they flipped the uh that was a you know drum loop they basically used but Sequencing, as they called it. Hallucinate, desegregate, mediate, alleviate, try not to hate, love your mind, don't suffocate on your own hate. Now, what's interesting, <laughs> so Michael Hutchins is doing the whole, yeah, the video is a ripoff of the Bob Dylan Subterranean Blues, where he's just got all these cardboard signs. Speaking of teleprompters and reading cue cards, he's got all these cue cards that have different, like, here he's got don't. Designate, designate, designate fate, 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 state, freight, eight, etc. My point being, when the band plays Wembley Stadium, I mean, they were on top of it. They were huge in excess at that point. And the very last thing you see in the concert is they're leaving the stage, right? They're doing their all arm in arm bow. And they're all leaving, and Michael Hutchins still has all this energy. He's just given you a two and a half hour show, and he's just nonstop, song after song, hit after hit. And he still goes over, he takes one of the uh, Ferris brothers, I think it was the core of the band, he takes the guitar of one of the Ferris's, and not Ferris's, this isn't a Christian broadcast podcast I know you thought it was and takes the guitar and goes over to it starts wailing on it and goes over to an amp and you know does the whole you take a guitar and you put it up against an amp the uh, strings of the guitar are now getting catching the volume of the speaker and it does this cool little reverb thingy and he's wailing on it and then he puts the guitar down. He doesn't throw it into the audience or he doesn't smash it on stage and do some stupid rock star thing. He just sets it down and then he gives a peace sign and he leaves the stage. And oh, at that point, I'm like, I have not wasted the past two hours like I would have watching a stupid Netflix show about a bunch of kids who are trying to be an 80s movie. And oh, look, there's Sean. What's his face from Rudy popping up? Oh, God. Isn't he a hobbit now? What the hell? I don't care about these shows. Netflix, shove it. So thank you, NXS. Well, what happened? Of course, Michael Hutchins 
took his own life in a very bizarre situation. Well, he might have been um, pleasing himself. Auto asphyxiation, eradication. He's now in heaven. Rock heaven. Gone. But he died on my birthday in 1997. And there is on the web, on YouTube, you can watch the last rehearsal he did with NXS. The, the night before, on 1121, you see him rehearsing with the band. And the thing is, NXS is a bunch of brothers and a bunch of old friends from Australia. And they, are, they were just close, close guys. And just to, to watch this low-quality video... And Michael Hutchins is singing the songs, you know, facing the band. Because when you're rehearsing, you generally face the band. You're kind of, you know, jamming like you would in a garage. And he's smoking. And I, I never knew he smoked. But I think he partook in a lot of pleasures as we found out what ended ended his life. But it, it was an interesting time. 1997, it made me think back to that point where I was on fire. I was at the top of my game. Because, well, I'll tell you in a moment, but NXS was actually not at the top of the game. Even though they sounded great in that rehearsal, at that point, they had not had a hit in a long time. I think the last big hit song they had was probably that Disappear. You're so fine, lose my mind, and the world seems to disappear. They, they had a good album after that one, I forget, that had that Beautiful Girl song on it, and Not Enough Time. That was a great album. But, oh, Welcome to Wherever You Are. Yeah, Heaven Sent was on that. That's a good album. But that didn't really have the huge hits that, you know, you don't hear those songs over and over again. You hear Need You Tonight over and over again and Devil Inside and New Sensation and What You Need, Give Me What You Need, all those songs you hear. But they, at that point in 97, were playing small clubs they they were struggling as a band. They had hit that wall. And you could tell on their faces they weren't as happy anymore. They were trying to they they were struggling with their appearances, trying to make themselves look all late nineties grunge, but they're not. They they were never grunge. And so it was bad. Well it my point being, and that's the catchphrase of the show, is that when a band plays Wembley Stadium That seems to be you've hit your peak at that point. You look at one of the last concerts Queen did was at Wembley. Uh, Live Aid, Wembley Stadium, where a lot of bands got up there and played. And that was pretty much their peak. The Hooters played at Wembley, Live Aid, and then they were done. Oh, wait, maybe they they played the place in Philadelphia. That's right. Okay. My memory's not serving me. Step up, memory. Serve me more well, will you? My memory's not serving me well. Well, well, at any rate, they seem to... That's the... Wembley's huge. It's in England. It's massive, and massive is the big word that Trump uses. Oh, no, wait, he uses... Huge! Uh, But that's... My my point being, 97, I was pretty much at my peak because uh, a girl had just broken up with me and then all of a sudden around my birthday, she's calling and she's going, hey, what are you doing for your birthday? I never get that anymore. Uh, <laughs> okay, I kind of get that still, but no, she's like, what are you doing on your birthday? I, I said, nothing. She goes, okay, well, uh, I got a bunch of my friends. She was a waitress. I'm gonna get a bunch of my waitress friends together and we're gonna take you out. 
And I said, yes, okay. And then at work, there was a cute sales lady uh, uh, who was um, around my age who said, hey, what are you doing on your birthday? And I go, oh, I'm just going out with some friends. So yeah, I double booked my birthday, everybody. That's the kind of, wow. Oh my, my, my. 97 was a good year. And I remember downtown Ventura, Nickelby's, and... And oh my gosh, there was another girl I knew at work that showed up too. All the, I was surrounded by women. It was lovely. And I remember my uh, ex-girlfriend who had just broken up with me was kind of like, who are these girls? Do you like them? And I go, well, you know, I, I yes, I like them. Are you out of your mind? I like everyone. No, at, well, at that point, but I still... Then uh, after that, I was downhill from there. And oh wait, I got married somewhere in there too. Okay, well maybe not completely downhill. My wedding day was awesome. You know, my point being that you can't say a peak time is because this could be your peak time. You know, you might all of a sudden look back on this day and go, "Wow, things were rocking that day. That was an awesome day." Or not. This could be the day I get yelled at. I think I'm pretty much going to get yelled by everyone. I already got an angry email at me today. Not for the podcast, which you can email me, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. Or call me at 336-MM-DAILY. Or just go to the website, mikesdailypodcast.com. You'll catch all the places you can listen to the show. If you don't like the particular format or whatever you're using to listen to the show, there are others that you can use. And we're all over the web at mikesdailypodcast.com. You can find those links. And help us out through the PayPal. But I I got an angry email through my work, and I responded not angrily. I was I wrote in the nicest way, but while I'm writing, I was ang- I was yelling. Everything worked fine. You don't have to worry. I was ah. Uh, Something must be wrong with you. It, no, it just I was I'm not going to take this anymore Was the way I was writing that email Well That's Catherine Deneuve What the hell Ann Coulter and Catherine Deneuve Are kind of Leaving me in a state of What the Ann Coulter I heard a clip Where she said oh, The dreamers are the be- Are the worst Illegal immigrants ever is what she said. That's kind of never ever the right thing to say about dreamers. And oh, there's this con- in the conservative world, you can't say whenever you say the dreamers are children, you go immediately say, "Oh, but a lot of them are adults now." It's like you can't say that they're kids. That a lot of them are kids, but you've got to immediately qualify that they're adults as if that makes it better with the But apparently Ann Coulter turned on Trump over that DACA uh, meeting, what she called the DACA Love Fest meeting. That meeting, the very transparent meeting where he spoke with Republicans and Democrats about uh, immigration and DACA, and it was carried live on television. And that was the one I talked about yesterday where he said, I'll take the heat. Uh, 
She has been a supporter of Donald Trump, especially about the wall, because she hates immigrants, because she's white and blonde and very stick-like. I think she has never eaten anything that has fat ever, because she looks like really a, a signpost. She is a, a conservative signpost. And she's always, you know, it's because she's lifting her book all the, she's always got a new book that's way too big with what much too much writing in it. And she uses that, Bill lifts that and it takes all the calories out of her. And I don't know, this is just an assumption. It's based on fact. But the fact is, no, she's uh, turned on Trump after his bipartisan meeting on to discuss the deferred action for child arrivals, childhood arrivals, DACA, but they're not children. They're adults. So we can treat them like crap. Uh, Coulter posted a series of angry tweets that accused Trump of conducting the DACA Love Fest meeting to counter negative press from the recently released Michael Wolff book, Fire and Fury. And Coulter attended Authors Night um, in New York, uh, launched a series of criticisms of the president. She said Trump, flanked by Dems and open border GOPs, announced plans for a 100% open-ended amnesty. But don't worry, there'll be border security. And oh, I'm not going to read her tweets. Oh, I guess I just did. That is annoying. But yeah, so she's. Oh yeah, she said any amnesty. She said this was the lowest day in the Trump presidency. I've heard conservatives hail. That and she's talking about the, the the DACA meeting with the Democrats and Republicans. A lot of conservatives said that that was the best point of Trump's presidency because it showed him being bipartisan. It showed him trying to work across the aisle. It, it it was him being open and transparent to the American people. Where uh, Trump, I mean Obama, was saying that you know throughout his presidency that he would be completely. Uh, open to I appreciate that the public Washington's made things worse but she said it was the lowest point she said any amnesty is a 100% amnesty because it goes to the courts and the courts will say oh you may have limited this to left-handed redheads who came here at age zero through no fault of their own what wow okay and Coulter the stick Willie Nelson canceled his shows after leaving a concert early. That's not good. He's 84 now. Smoked pot his entire life. Now pot is legal in California anyway. Ooh! And listen to the latest Cross Currents podcast from KALW where they talk about, hey, we've all forgotten something here with the legalization of pot. I know I don't like the smell of pot, especially on homeless people riding the BART. But... Bart, but the uh, what happened? He they had a guy who does tests on cigarette smoke, and oh, guess what? Marijuana smoke has the exact same effect as cigarette smoke. It does. It's smoke. People forgot that smoke is smoke, and when you inhale it, it causes all kinds of things to your arteries, causes you cardiovascular problems, and if you're a secondhand smoke inhaler. If you're inhaling secondhand smoke, you're getting the same effect as you would secondhand from cigarette smoke. So people are forgetting that. And the, the guy who ran this, this test said he was at a Paul McCartney concert 
And he saw all the people lighting up around him. And he's like, wait a minute, isn't cigarette smoking banned in San Francisco, in the Bay Area? Isn't that where this all started? Banning secondhand smoke? And, oh, wait, that's pot smoke. They're smoking pot. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. What is the effect of secondhand pot smoke? So he did a test, and lo and behold, it has the same effect as cigarette smoke. Smoke is smoke, everybody, and we forgot about that. Now, if you're going to do the E stuff, the E inhaler, the E smoking, that might be a different thing. He said he didn't run a test on that yet. But And if you're doing the edibles, well, that's a different thing, too. You're not inhaling smoke at that point. But it's people need to remember the, the smoke is still involved. And we have to follow those. And, of course, if you're high on pot, the CHP is reminding you on the roadways around the Bay Area that being high, it, drunk being high, it's the same thing. You get a DUI. People just think, that, oh, pot's legal. I can smoke it and r- walk around and puff in the air and woo. And drive and woo No There's still laws That pertain to other things That will pertain to this Pot doesn't get a Off That Easily Um Jail uh, Get out of jail free Card But an uh, Ohio man Was charged in a 16 court indictment Yesterday For allegedly using Malware known as Fruit fly To surreptitiously Record people By secretly Taking over their Computer cameras And microphones Said the U.S. Justice Department The indictment said that From 2003 through early 2017 This 28 year old guy Collected data from thousands of computers Belonging to individuals, companies Schools, police departments And the U.S. Department of Energy He collected a wide variety of information From computers Including bank records, photographs People's internet searches And keystrokes And potentially embarrassing communications The malware was also designed to detect whether computer users typed words associated with pornography, which allowed him to watch and listen to them without their knowledge. This, this according to Reuters, this Ohio man. Catherine Deneuve, oh yeah, the other woman who's left me questioning what the hell. Um, the French actress is among 100 women who have signed a public letter blaming the Me Too hashtag me Too anti-harassment movement for creating a totalitarian climate that unfairly punishes men for flirting insistently or clumsily, infantilizes women, and undermines sexual freedom. This according to Variety. The letter said that Me Too, the hashtag emerged after the Harvey Weinstein scandal has led to a campaign, a public denunciation, and summary. Um, the letter says... Push to resign, etc. When their only wrongdoing was to touch a knee, try to steal a kiss, speak about intimate things during a professional dinner, or send messages that sexually loaded that are sexually loaded to a woman who wasn't attracted to them. It says rape is a crime, but flirting with insistently or clumsily isn't a crime, and chivalry is not a machismo aggression. Equating chivalry with like groping a woman? No. That's wrong. <laughs> Even Trump would say wrong. No, that or maybe he wouldn't. But oh my! No, that just here I am, uh, a male that was taught. Hey, you don't touch someone without their permission. Period. 
That's the end of discussion. If you're attracted to them, ask them out. You're not going to get uh, labeled a sexual harasser if you ask them out. Well, if they're married and you're married, or if that person is crazy too young for you, possibly, well, you know, just there, there are th- lines that are definitely inappropriate that thou shalt not cross and common sense where's the common sense in all of this it's my question so basically Catherine Deneuve the nerve of Deneuve the wow that yeah oh god what's wrong with some guy just grabbing my butt there's nothing wrong we used to do that all the time on the subway she says or somebody that I also heard on an NPR uh, French somebody okay that part I can't back up but so yeah but you get the idea that they're saying and you would I guess in France they say things are different in France but that's just wrong okay finally let's wrap up the show as we go outside a cafe anyway we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley where is the common sense I guess is my point and uh uh North Korea, popularity of fire and fury foretells Trump's end, says North Korea. Okay. It's a book. And it's a bestseller. They will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. And Trump won the election. America elected Donald Trump. And yeah. The Russians helped. Mm-hmm. That's basically where we stand in the world. But you know what? Just don't touch people that you're... You know, okay, now once you... Okay, wh- at what point do you lean over to kiss them, Mike? Well, definitely not on an elevator, which that guy from Fox News got. He just went over and tried to kiss a... Uh, what's his name? I don't have him in front of me. Uh, somebody on an elevator who was married too. Just common sense. Jeez. I think we need people to read books or be trained. Maybe our, our uh, sex ed is not, should go into more detail about what is and is not appropriate. And then who decides what that is? I know. We're into a huge can of worms. Hey, Delta Airlines apparently made a lot of money last year. A lot of people flew, flew, more people flew on Delta than had the year before. And, you know, that's funny because I flew on Delta. Although I just tried to look for a a plane ticket to go to Florida. And the prices are crazy expensive, way more expensive than last year. So Delta needs to, you know, because they're not going to be the same, have the same success as last year. If they keep this going. All this I just read off of a teleprompter. I hope you enjoyed it. And there was one other Cafe Anyway character that we did not say hi to, and we're going to do that really quick. Hi, everybody. I make the delicious root beer. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that's what <went> out. <laughs> Wonderful. Are you going to pour your root beer? I would if I could find the stupid dirty. Oh, boy. Next show, we'll have the wonderful Madame Rutabaga Valentino and Bison Bentley. Hope you enjoyed this show. It was very orderly and concise. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikes 
podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye. Oh, hey, the podcast picture was of a cartoon drawing with you, Bison Bentley. I mean, you, John Deere, the engineer. Mike, we're not the same guy. Yeah, we're different. Do you know that? I do now. Don't touch me.